0: Aloha, family. How are you doing this morning? I hope all is well. I'm up early this morning. It's um, at 4 o'clock here in Hawaii. And um, I was, I was impelled to just look back over my diary. And I opened it up and I looked on some um, notes that I had wrote to God. And if you don't write... If you don't don't write out um, little notes to God uh, and write out things that you want him to do, you you should so start doing that because it's very valuable. Because when you write things out that you ask God for, it's so encouraging when you can go back and look to see where he answered your prayers and update it. Um, And it's encouraging because you know that, you know, Lord, if you did it then, you can do it now. Um, I'm titling this podcast, The Awaited Promise. Sometimes we can get so discouraged when we're waiting on the promises of God. And uh, if you're like me and if you've walked in my shoes where, um, you know, you were married or you were in a relationship that you thought that you know, hey, this is going to be the rest of my life. You know, you're invested time and your heart all for everything to be torn apart and God has other plans for you. And it's never God's will for a marriage to to come to an end. We as people make these choices. We make these choices. And, um, so that's never God's will, but he can sure take beauty for ashes. He knows how to use the things in our lives that sometimes that hurts us the most and turns it around and makes it for our good because that's who he is. We just got to be able to hand those things over to him and let the master creator do the work that he, that he, that he does. And he does it so magnificently. Um... So as I was looking back at my diary, and I pulled out some notes that I wrote, uh, and this was, this was back in 2018, where um, I had came to Hawaii, because I did come in 2018, and I had reached out and spoke to Pastor uh, Joyce Haddon, and, uh, and if some of you guys don't know who she is, she's Dietrich Haddon's, uh the singer, his, his mom. And she's a prophetess. And I had reached out to her several times. And I think this is one of the second calls that I had with her. And and I wrote down exactly what she, you know, pretty much told me in that conversation. And I just made some notes. And I remember her telling me, well, as I'm reading, you know, she told me that quit acting like you're starting over at zero when you're starting at 59%. So there she called me back to, hey, don't, don't have pity on yourself here. You know, you might feel like you're starting over and looking at all your stuff, your physical stuff, but God is not starting you over at zero. You're starting at 59%. So I'm telling you, sisters, if you're in that place of starting over, you're not starting over at zero this time. You may have started over zero, you know, years ago or a long time ago, but that is not where you are, you are today. You are not, I don't care where you are, you are not starting over at zero and God is with you. And so she had to recall me back to, hey, look, look at what God has put inside of you. The wisdom, the experience, the know-how, the grind. <laughs> we're, not at, we're not at zero, ladies, but you're at 59%. So don't you dare have pity on yourself. God is with you. And he is prepared to give you more than what you asked for. So she called me back to, you know, where I was. And, uh, and then, uh, she told me that the glory of the Lord was upon me and that I was free to make whatever decision that I made, God was with me. And, uh, so she told me to speak it out, speak out what I need from God. And so I wrote these things. I, um, that i I will have my apartment in a few weeks because at the time I didn't have a place to stay I was staying with friends. I would have enough uh, room for me and my family two bedroom this is everything i I'm, i wrote i'm I'm reading to you. I will have enough income to sustain us. I will enjoy every single day that you give me. I will walk passionately into the work that you have for me and I wrote those things um on um, September 20, 2018. Now, I recall, again, I wrote down I would have my apartment in a few weeks and I asked for a two-bedroom. And then so this morning I wrote in red and I wrote the update. And so on. Uh, I wrote that on um, September 20, 2018. And then I got hired at, a, at my PRN job at KPO on October the 1st. You guys, that was only I don't even that don't even that that wasn't even 2 weeks a uh, whole full 2 weeks after I wrote uh, and spoke this out to God. So on 10/1, I started um, a part-time job, PRN job as a nurse. They hired me on the spot. I signed my lease on 10/5. And then I started my first day on the job at, K, at uh, KPO on ten six. God answered my prayer, and then not only that, I started my major full time job with the government on ten fifteen. So that means I got I had got an offer letter shortly after starting at uh, KPO on ten six. Y'all, God is good. He did all of this in a matter of weeks after I wrote this out and spoke to, I spoke it out I spoke it out, but the, but, the, but the one of the first things that she told me was she called me back to realize where I, who I am and where I was really at and so I think that is very important for you to understand where you are and who you are and whose you are we gotta understand that from the beginning And from the base of wherever you are Because see the enemy will want you To forget about those things He wants you to forget about who you are And whose you are You are not in this alone God is with you Abraham Sarah They waited for their promise God gave them a word I was walking on the word then That's why I was here in Hawaii Walking out on the word Quit three jobs to come here on a tentative job offer, didn't know when I was going to start. But God delivered. And I, and I tell you, when you walk out on his word, he will deliver. He will deliver. He's going to do that because he cannot lie. Faith is what moves him. And it was my faith in him to reach out to people of faith so I could keep myself in the word of God and in the promises of God. So you have to keep yourself encouraged and surround yourself with people of faith that's going to keep you encouraged and that will help you help you to recall who you are and whose you are and where you really are in this situation. Because you're not at zero and you're not starting over at zero. And my sisters, you're certainly not alone. God is with you. There are people that are going through the same situation that you're going through. And and I did. And I'm still walking this. I'm still walking out the promises of God. I still have to have faith and believe Him to complete me, complete, you uh, you know, make an end to it all. And let me tell you, God has restored me immensely. Everything that I wrote on that piece of paper, God is doing in my life today. He's did it for me. And so as I was looking back and I'm, in, and I'm encouraged, I was like, Lord, you did that. Whoa, in a matter of weeks, you did it. Hallelujah. God is so good. He moved for me. And he will move for you. And he's continually to move for me. But that doesn't stop the enemy from fighting us. He's fighting you so hard. He's fighting me so hard. And the biggest fight is in our minds. Because if the enemy can get you in your mind and tell you lies about yourself, tell you lies about where you are and whose you are and where you are, then he, he, he will bind your feet. He will bind your actions and ultimately destroy your faith. Because see, he can never take away the promises of God. He can never do that. He can never do it for the children of Israel either. They did, those the first generation, they didn't make it to the promised land. They did not make it because the promised land didn't exist. They didn't make it because they lost their faith. They didn't make it because they lost. Uh, they, 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 they felt weak on the journey. They didn't make it because they, they accepted the temporary gratification. They didn't make it because they took what the enemy offered them when they were dry and they were thirsty and they were at a deficit in their spirit. They were a deficit in the things that that they know that they needed and they were used to having. This is where the enemy comes to present to us things when we are at our lowest, when our hearts are hurting the most. He comes and offers you something. But he can never offer you complete restoration because he doesn't have that to offer. The only thing that the enemy can offer you is temporary gratifications, a temporary, you know, um, relief. And, you know, um, he doesn't show you the cost and the price that it's going to cost you. He doesn't show you the price tag on it. It makes things look so beautiful and it's the total opposite it kills you I the other day um, I asked my baby Taylor I have two plants sitting on my patio and I told her I said Taylor go cut out the weed um, that's growing in my plant It's killing my plant and she said mom come you got to help me I was like no you'll see the weed just cut out the weed and so i wanted to trust her to you know go cut out the weed and so she um she went upstairs and uh she she got the scissors and well she was she was she was she was cutting something and then she comes back down she said mom mom there's flowers growing out of your plant and i said no taylor that's the one that's the weed that's the weed And so, she went back up and um, she cut out the weed. And then um, I came back up to look at my plants. And I had a perfectly good plant on the right. And then I had the plant that had the weed on the left. Well, she didn't know. And uh, she cut my good plant. And I saw a lot of the dead leaves just just laying on the on the floor over there. And I and she felt bad about it. And I was like, Taylor, it's okay. It's alright. You know, I know you didn't know and I know it was a learning experience, but I wanted to show her that I trusted her. But to get on to my, my point of view is I looked at the plant that had the weed and how she was so excited to tell me that there were flowers growing out of my plant. And and I had to tell her, you know, baby, that's those are not flowers, it's a weed. And it was killing my plant. And that and it and it made me, it was a great symbolization of what sin does to something beautiful and how it presents itself. Because my baby, when she automatically looked at it, was like, hey, it's flowers. Hey, it's flowers, Mom. And she was excited about it. And that's what the enemy does to us with sin. It doesn't look bad. It can maybe even um, look to attempt to beautify, uh, you know, uh, your situation. <laughs> like it's it, this is good for me. You know this this goes great with me, but yet it's killing you. It's killing off everything around it. And if you don't uproot this sin out of there. It's gonna kill it off completely. And that's what sin does in our life. The enemy presents it so nicely. Like it's a part of. And 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 this weed, although it had grown pretty big because I'm 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 not great. I don't have a green thumb over here. <laughs> but it started inside the soil, it was in the root somewhere, It rooted. Somewhere I did not plant it purposely, it took root. why how does how does it just take root like that and start growing out of a nice plant? My other plant wasn't growing it, so what happened to this soil that it it gave uh nutrients to something so bad, and so this is where we have got to be careful in our wall. With God, that we don't um, nurture or, or, or you know, give life to sin. Whatever it was that went into the soil of my plant was small, maybe even micro small. I don't know, but something happened in that soil. That didn't happen in my other plant. And these are the same, same type of plants. Same time. So we got to make sure that we are guarding our lives to where we don't let sin take root in it and kill off everything else. We got to make sure that we stay faithful to the promises of God. And no matter how long it may take for God to to, uh, fulfill his promise. We got to keep sin and the offering from the enemy of sin in in this place of waiting. Um, We got to keep that out. And we cannot allow ourselves to get discouraged. So just like myself, sisters, like I was able to turn back. And I hope you're writing in a journal. I hope you're writing down everything. And I, and I know sometimes that could be hard to do when you're in the thick of it. But writing helps, you know, to get out those emotions. Um, but you need to write down. So as God is restoring you, you can flip back through those pages and, and read some things. Um, but, but I encourage you to, uh, if you have not been writing down, but think back where God has answered some prayers for you and let those things in those times encourage you. Read in the Bible where God made some promises and he, and he fulfilled those promises because he loves you. And like any good father, he wants to give you that expected end. And sisters, I, I think it's, I'm, I don't want to run over my time, but I just wanted to encourage you that no matter how long it takes, You wait, and you wait well. I love you. Until the next time, Mahalo.